Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this month's edition of The Big Question. In this month's edition of The Big Question, I wanted to discuss one of the main questions we receive alongside many of our referrals. What's your minimum? And while this is a fair question, and there are certainly economics behind any business, there's so much more to whether someone would be a good fit for Priscillium than a simple line drawn in the sand of account balances. And with that in mind, I wanted to cover our three biggest non-financial qualifiers. The first of which is, are they a good person? This one is about as simple as it gets, but if you don't pass the caller ID test, can't work together. Caller ID test means that if we see your name come up on our phone and we hesitate to answer out of fear for the interaction to come, we simply cannot work together. As a client, this doesn't mean that you can't ask great questions or that you can't call us up to voice your concerns, your frustrations and fears about the market. And it certainly doesn't mean that you can't hold us to a high standard of service and attention. It simply means that you cannot be rude to me or anyone here at Priscillium. You cannot disrespect any, many, any member of our team in any way. If you do, we're simply unable to work together. There's no amount of money that is worth that. Second, do they believe in what we're doing? We believe wholeheartedly in our strategy. We feel that our track record over the last 20 plus years from both a service and investment strategy standpoint speak for itself. Now with that said, it's not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. We don't need to work with them. We just need to work with the really great people who already believe in what we're doing and believe in our approach. And over time, we just need to welcome their friends to our practice who also tend to be really nice people and also believe in what we're doing. Now, does this trust and belief in what we're doing occur overnight? Certainly not. It's something that we have to earn over and over again on a daily basis, but having a base level of trust and belief in the fact that we are acting in your best interest as a fiduciary is a must for a successful relationship. And lastly, are they willing to implement our recommendations? Financial planning and financial wellness are not all that different from overall health and wellness. We often know a lot of the right answers. We may not know the precise exercises or the correct form for those exercises. We may not know how the various nutrients come together to form a, a healthy overall diet. It's what we hire a coach for. But for the most part, we do understand that vegetables do more good than cake and that if we string together a number of healthy days and healthy habits uh, in a row, our long-term health is likely to improve greatly. This is not all that different. We know we probably should spend a little less than we make and save a little more and think about our future. Often we even say that we want to or that this year we will and it's going to be different. But unfortunately, a number of folks just aren't quite there yet. They're having a hard time to turn the corner. And while we would love to help them, we simply have not yet figured out a way to help those who are not yet ready to help themselves. Someday we hope for this to change, but until then, we've got too many wonderful people under our watch who do believe in what we're doing and do implement that which we have asked of them. And it's only fair and right to focus our heart and attention here on them. Thanks again for joining me, everyone. Until next month.